you've seen a lot of change and evolution uh, in the business. I, I wonder if you can think of you know, anything that stands out as the most important transition that the Appliance Center has made in that 77-year history. In 2002, my son began to take over the business. We were kind of a, like a general store. And that's when he decided it was going to be appliances, parts, and service. We've certainly, I think, had a greater amount of success now than we did previously. Welcome to the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. Well, we were down in uh, Orlando for primetime. We obviously, you know, a couple thousand of our closest friends and, and members are there with us, but we get the, the chance to cross paths with, you know, some members that maybe we wouldn't normally talk to on a, a regular basis here for the podcast and, and from the communications team. And obviously our MSMs, our uh, member support managers are out in the field with these guys every day, but they bring those stories to us. It's a nice opportunity while we're in person and together to, you know, meet some people. And and one of those people that we met was Bob Hurst uh, down in the Panhandle of Florida, uh, you know, kind of that that northern edge of Tallahassee ish area. And um, he is the president of the Appliance Center, uh, as we come to learn, a business that's been around for a little over seventy five years. Seventy seven years uh, is what he tells us on the podcast. And um, it's a business that was born out of the uh, World War II era uh, in, in a family that had retail in its veins already and running through its blood. And his grandfather had run a grocery store and came, went off to war, had to sell the business, came back and noticed an opportunity with you know all kinds of surplus uh, equipment and, and things going on and um, tools and stuff like that, that there was an opportunity to, to start a retail business there. And um, Fast forward 77 years and, and the Appliance Center uh, is continuing on the legacy of uh, Bob Hurst's grandfather and uh, now in the hands of you know his son, Mark, and continuing to do awesome things down there uh, in the community and um, just has overcome a lot of challenges as well as we found out. So, you know, Hurricane Michael not long ago, uh, a couple years ago, ravaged their store and, you know, forced them to kind of set up shop in a an adjacent uh, area that they had that they owned, but that was sort of a warehouse and uh, just a fascinating story. Lots to learn from Bob and, um, you know, always love talking to our members and hearing not only their backstories, but things that they've had to kind of, you know, weather and, um, you know, fight for their business over the years and, and just so many unique stories and challenges and um, learnings, I think, come from those conversations. And Bob had plenty of them. Uh, so I, I don't want to waste any more time uh, kind of, you know, teeing this up. Let's just dive into it. This is Bob Hurst of the Appliance Center here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we're back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and, uh, you know, ready to have a, a fun talk here today with a member down there. We were just in Orlando, Florida, not too long ago for our primetime show. And uh, Bob Hurst, president of the Appliance Center down there. Uh, tell us, what part of Florida are you in, Bob? Uh, well, I'm in the Panhandle. That's uh, northwest uh, Florida, Panama City. We're on the coast. We're uh, a resort community. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, always nice to have not only a member, but someone uh, in the, the Robert family of names. So, uh, you know, Bob now, are you always Bob? Uh, I was, I've always been called Bob or Bobby. Yeah. Yep. And right. you are 
Rob, you've Rob, been Rob, I've run, I sir, I've run the gamut. I've been Rob, Robbie, Robert, Bob, Bobby, <laughs> the whole kitten okay. caboodle. <laughs> you well, can whatever you yeah, want to call I, me. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. <laughs> it's one of the most versatile yeah. names out there. So awesome, awesome to have another uh, another one of the uh, the Robert families with us. But no, we appreciate you joining. And uh, no, I got an awesome story to dive into down there with the Appliance Center. Um, but before that, I want to give you a chance. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself, about Bob Hurst, and uh, you know your background and, and path to retail. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, of course, I was born into a, a family that uh, became merchants uh, quite early. Uh, we we've been um, we've been in Panama City and merchants since uh, about 1938. Uh, but, uh, I, uh, my educational background is in archaeology, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, uh, attended, uh, school here and then I went, I, and then I, I, uh, studied archaeology in England. And by the way, the, uh, queen just passed away a few minutes ago. Saw is that, what I yeah. Heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so then I went, um, I went to, uh, Iran and did some archeological excavation. I taught school over there, taught Middle Eastern history. And, uh, about that time, my father, um, uh, was getting pretty aged and, uh, he needed some help here at the store. So I came back and, uh, eventually took over the uh, family business. Now we've been in business uh, about seventy-seven. Well, we've been in business seventy-seven years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, yeah, we're the we're the oldest uh, retail store, I think, in uh, Bay County. But the thing I love too, and and we'll dive into um, you know the history a little bit deeper. But uh, the retail roots for you guys go back before the store too. I gro- I know grocery was a part of the the family business as well. <laughs> Is that right? That's correct. Uh, my uh, actually my grand parents um got into the grocery business my father took it over uh and uh enlarged the store it, it became i guess the largest uh, grocery store in 1940 wow uh in the area but uh and by 1941 the yep. army called him and uh he sold out and left went off to war came back after the war and um, he had been in the procurement uh, department of the army, so he he knew uh, that all this surplus army surplus was out there after the leftovers from the war, and uh, that's how he got he got into that. Uh, that's that was our first business. That's so that's cool because it kind of shows just sort of you know I've, from selling groceries to selling uh, surplus supply and, and and that sort of <laughs> stuff. It, it just sort of it ran in his blood, right? So did you always feel like retail is it something that has run in the family and was going to be your calling? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, as I was concerned, uh, I got interested in um, in history and archaeology and. Uh, so that was kind of what I I did, and I guess, I, you know, I sent you some information, and it was kind of a it was done in in a history, uh, you know, format. Yep. And uh, I've actually written a book, um, and I do write articles, um, history articles for the newspaper and the magazines and this sort of thing. So yeah, I'm a, I still love history, but um, you know. Uh, 
business retail has been in our family for so long. I'm used to that as well. So, and, and I can say this much, um, I'm the second generation. Um, but I think my father and my son probably are handling it a little bit better than I actually <laughs> handle it. My, my son is all business. No, that, that's awesome to hear. I, I, we'll die. Like I said, we'll dive in a little deeper. I do want to ask, um, you know, we were coming off of, I talked about it at the top, the, uh, the primetime experience. And um, so I want to give you a second to talk about it. I know you, correct me if I'm wrong, you took a little uh, stroll around our, our show floor there at the Gaylord. Were you, were you with us in primetime? Uh, yes, I was. Yeah. Um, my son went down for the first shift and then I went down <laughs> for the second. He left and I, I stayed. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think, you know, we the uh, the the training classes were good. I, I We enjoyed those. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's, we learned. It's good learned to hear. Good yeah. to hear. And uh, anything anything from that stand out, you know, what, of the classes you went to or the other experiences you had while you were there? Uh, well, the, uh, well, of course the other experiences, um, <laughs> the, um, the Palooza, we, yeah. you know, we benefited from the Palooza and, uh, <laughs> I got a kick out of going to the, uh, the main event at the universal. Yep. <laughs> uh, we ended up, my wife and I ended up at the uh, karaoke bar and I didn't realize we had so many talented people <laughs> in uh, the nice one. You're putting it nicely. No, that, no, they were actually, there was some really good, uh, good karaoke and singing going on. It feels yeah. like everyone, everyone took a stroll through that uh, corner of the, the city walk there. It was pretty cool, but uh, awesome to hear, you know, I, you know, not too, too far from you guys where you are uh, to, to be able to hop in and, and get there. Uh, glad to hear that you guys had a good experience though. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, of course, it's convenient being in Orlando. We were about five hours away. Yeah, sure. Well, I, so what, you know, if, if someone walks into the Appliance Center today, what, um, you know, what's that customer experience like? What are you guys trying to to show them or have them experience? And, and I know it's interesting, we'll, and we'll dive into why, but what is that intended or, or sort of that elevator pitch on on what you kind of bring to your local community? I imagine if somebody walks in our <laughs> store today, They'll they'll think they may be walking into uh, something like a cross between an office and a warehouse. <laughs> there's there's no really good showroom in our place, and of course that is because of Hurricane Michael that hit us in 2018. Hurricane Michael uh, uh, just about tried to destroy us, but um, uh, luckily uh, our building was damaged uh, badly. We we lost a third of the upstairs wall we lost the roof wow uh luckily i had a building next door it was the old store and uh we just moved over there and uh it wasn't really a um a, a, a place set up for showroom but uh we have made a makeshift showroom out of it uh so people that walk into our store today would would think they were kind of walking into a warehouse and there is a lot of things that's not on display, but you know we've we've made our success um, at, you know from reputation. We've been there seventy seven years, as I said, and we built up uh, a good reputation. We you know people know that um, um, we we service what we sell. We, they know that we'll take care of them. We 
we probably do more business from referrals than we do from advertising or anything like that. Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, the the hurricane that you got a great you talk we talked about it before we we jumped on here, the picture behind you, uh if you're watching the video version of this podcast, um kind of you know, reminiscent of uh, you know, the flags going up over rubble. That's actually a photograph, uh, right? I'll let you kind of explain what's going on there, but that that's from um yes. your community during yeah. during the time of Michael. Yes, yes. That was uh two or three days after the hurricane and our uh brick facade had collapsed we had had trucks out there in front of it it the wall collapsed onto our trucks and um a photographer happened to be in the area with with a model i guess they were doing shots so he took a photo of this uh and it it kind of um it's supposed to represent uh, in a way, the resilience of the community, uh, we're united, we are strong, you know, we're waving the American flag. Uh, that was the kind of impression that the photographer wanted to make with um, with that photograph. And uh, we, we, I like it. We've, uh, we've got it uh, uh, in a very prominent place in our store for people to see. Now, I know, you know, that area, Florida down there is you know, a hotbed, if you will, of hurricane activity and things like that. Have you guys ever experienced, you know, I, I imagine the devastation of Michael unmatched, but has, have you seen anything like it in, in your time in retail? No, never seen anything like Hurricane Michael. It was a, it was a, a, about a 90 mile wide tornado mm. was what it was. I mean, it leveled uh, everything in its path almost. Um, in um in my uh, in a park across the street from us we had over 80 trees um after the storm uh 16 were left wow that that's you know that's one example of, of the devastation that took place there yeah i mean talk about you know not to reminisce and think back on that time but like what what was it obviously nothing you can prepare for 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 that kind of damage but um, talk about, you mentioned the resilience and the ability to kind of pick up and, you know, you're fortunate to have the area next to you. What's it been like kind of transitioning to that, that space and, and while still trying to, you know, maintain and run a retail business? Uh, well, <clears throat> we, um, we, we got moved into our, um, temporary, temporary location <laughs> in about, um, three or four days. We were, we were up and running. Well, maybe five, uh, and we were we were back. I mean, you know, we had to keep our business going. We we uh, we had to supply equipment. I mean, the as bad as the hurricane was, it certainly uh, was a selling opportunity as well. Uh, and uh, we got back in business real quick. Um, and um, the um, the other store. Uh, we eventually got it put back together. Uh, the the, the uh, our uh, showroom. Mm -hmm. We got the building uh, back together, but uh, we have just about turned it into a warehouse right now, uh, and can't get in there to uh, remodel the interior because we turned it in. It, it's full of appliances. We've uh, uh, because of this situation we're in right now with the uh, supply supply chain is so bad right now 
So we we have um, our policy is if, if something comes available, we just usually order all of them because if you don't, in a week, they're all going to be gone. So we have accumulated quite a lot of inventory as a result, uh, an unusual amount of inventory. And uh, that, that has uh, detained us from um, getting our showroom back together and so that we can all operate in a, in a normal situation. Sure. No, I, I obviously sounds like a big, I was going to follow up by asking, you know, what are some of the, the biggest challenges you face? That obviously sounds like one, not being able to, you know, necessarily work on the, uh, the, the old store, well, the, the new old store, if you will, uh, to get it to, to where you need to be able to get back in there. But, um, what, you know, what are some of those other, other challenges that you've been facing or, well, yeah. Well, the, <laughs> Of course, I guess this is a day-to-day challenge. Sure. And, and that is um, uh, showing people what we have, demonstrating to people what we have in stock. We don't have the, the, um, the showroom to, to display everything we have. <laughs> a lot of people just base, base their uh, decisions on, on uh, trusting us and, uh, you know, what we – we tell them, and of course, like I said, we've been here long enough. People do do trust us. Our success has been, I would say, primarily due to um, the fact that people know we service uh, what we we sell, and we have parts. And uh, I and I usually tell people, I make them aware of that if they're not. And you know, I always tell them, well, we. We don't forget you after the sale here at uh, our the appliance center. Um, but uh, yeah, I, may, I don't know if that answers exactly what you were asking. But uh, no, I, I mean, I, I think it shows you know the importance of uh, you know maintaining sort of that that company culture, right? And not only does it you know allow you to have success, but then the community sees it, right? So you, you're committed to that mission of serving what you sell, and um, you know. It, allows you, I, I think, as a business to take any challenge kind of head on and, and you know, um, when you need to, you can lean on the community that you've built that trust with, right? And and they can, yeah, it hasn't been easy. Yeah. It hasn't been easy. It seems like since 2018, it's just been one crisis after another. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're still standing and are, uh, and are actually doing quite well. Um, I was trying to think about how many uh, we, we moved oh we we um we were in this this old building up until about 2002 and then we moved into our new building and i was trying to think how many appliances that we have probably sold um since 2002 in other words in 20 years yeah and i would i would guess we probably sold and this is just a, a wild guess. I would say thirty-eight thousand appliances wow. in that in that length of time, which I guess is is a good good amount for a small business. Yeah, absolutely. I, and you mentioned you know the the challenge of being able to show you know customers kind of what what you've had during this time while you're in sort of a transition in between you know the the old showroom and being able to get back into there and uh, everything. I any. Any benefit of, you know, website, things like that? Have you guys been able to lean on that in terms of, you know, showing customers what you've got or 
um, being able to still get your name out there to, you know, within your community? Absolutely. Uh, as I said at the beginning, we are a resort town and uh, we a lot of um, owners are not are absentee. They, they live in the north or yeah. somewhere else anyway. And uh, we get a lot of business over the phone. So the website has become uh, a necessity. Uh, people can go on there and, you know, pick out something and uh, or, and order them by email or they can uh, phone us and, and order things. So, yeah, it's uh, the website has become a great source. And uh, we right now, our um, the front of our temporary headquarters has been torn up. They're doing a streetscape. So you can hardly you can't hardly get in the front door anyway. But it hasn't hurt us that bad because. We do so much business over the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And I, I was going to, that kind of feels like it could be the answer to my next question, which was just going to be about, you know, you've seen the business run from from your father through to you. Now you mentioned your son uh, having a, a big role now in, in managing things. And um, you've seen a lot of change and evolution uh, in the business. I, I wonder if you can think of, you know, anything that stands out as maybe like the most important transition that the Appliance Center has made um, in that 77 year history that that's maybe it's even more than one thing, but that's kind of allowed it to have sustained success. Well, I think, uh, I think, you know, the, the, uh, technological age has certainly affected us a lot up until about 2002. Uh, we, uh, operated with no computers, um, uh, and, um, so that has that has been a great thing. Now the other thing is that uh, in 2002, um, my son began to take over the business, and uh, that is when he decided to get out of all this military surplus, all this uh, hardware we were selling. Uh, we were kind of a, like a general store, and that's when he decided it was going to be appliances parts and service. And I think that was a good move. Um, so many of the uh, old time hardware stores here uh, went out. In fact, I don't think there's any left in uh, Bay County. So I think it was a good move um, just to get into appliances. And we've, cer we've certainly, I think, had a, a greater amount of success now than we did previously. That's kind of a nice segue to it. You, you know, we kind of mentioned that we dive deeper into the history and, and we'll include it too. I, I know you got some great resources to look at and stories on your website and things like that, that you shared with us. And, um, but I, I want you to walk us through it. Cause you, you mentioned, you know, obviously prior to 1941 and, uh, world war two there, you know, your, your grand grandfather or father was the, it, it was my grandfather that originally grocery. started the grocery business. Yep. But he was a uh, he was uh, getting up on an age, and my father came in there and really took it over. And then that's when he comes back from from war, um, realizes the the opportunity with the surplus. So kind of walk us through sort of the the path that the uh, the appliance center has been on since then. Uh, the path that we've been on since then. Uh, well, um, we uh, we uh, became a uh, actually we took on the name surplus sales service uh, and got our license in about 1948. And in the 
50s, we expanded into a second store and uh, it had some of the same uh, type um, merchandise, but he also got into the frozen food business. Wow. <laughs> Selling freezers and then you buy this food plan and we, you know, they could, the customer could order um, frozen foods of any kind. We could go through and make a list and then we would deliver them to the, the uh, customer. Um, the frozen food, and that was, a, that was a, a trend that happened in the 50s. You know, freezers would, had come out, frozen food would become a big thing, and, uh, and uh, that's what happened. So he, he, he got into that. Now, it didn't last. Um, somewhere in the 60s, he, uh, he got out of that, abandoned that, and we got rid of our second store. And uh, and then went, came back and just had the the store we have now, um, and um, that's uh, that's in a nutshell. Yeah, how is, things well, the the frozen evolved. food is that, is that kind of the intro to appliances, or did it come uh, before that? Because I you think frozen food freezers, my you know the opportunity oh, there yeah. was that the the first step into appliances. Uh, well, he he got my father got into appliances quite early. Some sometime probably about um, 1950 is when he started uh, selling appliances. But I can remember in the old store, it was just going in as old hardware (laughs) type store, wooden floors. And, you know, he'd have some appliances sitting in there amongst everything else. Yeah, they still there are still a few of those. You go to South Georgia and you can find some (laughs) of those places. Uh, And, uh, but, uh, you know, eventually in the uh, 70s, he built another building behind, built another store behind our old one. And, and he, uh, he made a showroom and that's where that became a warehouse and a showroom for our appliances. So that's how that kind of evolved. And then, like I, I, I've already said, in 2002, yeah. my son came along, got rid of all that other stuff and concentrated on appliances seeing um you know you think to the the early days and again it's i think it's because you have a unique perspective of sort of where the business was and and what it is now the the transition of like what appliances were then you you think of design and just sort of how basic they were to what you see now in a an appliance store in these packages and uh the you know the sleek edges and curves and the technology that's going on what just just reflect on that a little bit just how appliances have evolved yeah, yeah, it, you know, of course, back in the old days, there was no electronics, uh, everything was mechanical. Um, it, it, the, uh, the idea of packaging didn't seem to me to come along. I don't remember uh, any it, t- selling packages to people um, until um recently uh, it just seemed like people back in the old days just bought one or two appliances at the time and and of course you didn't have the boom the building boom like you have today yeah. um back then panama city you know was just a sleepy little coastal town up until um i think recently now yes we've had the beach and we've had uh, tourist uh, for a long time but it was the old type mom and pop 
hotels and motels, you know, yeah. and that sort of thing. And today, of course, uh, you know, it's it's condos and uh, uh, people actually own places. So we, like I say, we deal with a lot of uh, of um, absentee owners of, uh, of places. Yeah. No, it's in- interesting, and uh, I mean, you you talk about the the history too, and it's neat to see. I, I love talking to our members that have been around for for decades and, you know, businesses that are 75 plus years old. And you, you kind of get to learn a lot from that. I think just the, the staying power of the business. And, um, yeah. you, you talked a little bit about the, the ability to evolve and, and, um, kind of what your, your son has done with focusing the business, what for continued success moving forward, you know, what, what does that look like? And, and, you know, maybe it, it whether it's for your own business or advice you to, you know, impart on others, other members, uh, that you bump into, what, what would you tell them, um, you know, that, that you've learned that you think that they would find important in their, to apply in their own business to make sure that, you know, they can continue to succeed? Well, uh, you know, I, I think the small businessman is, is the small appliance man is faced with, um, with uh, the um, big box stores and, and how do we, how do we deal with those? And, you know, I, I think it, this is probably, uh, nothing new uh that i've got to say but you know uh, uh offering personalized service um having your own service department having um a parts department uh i think that's the kind of thing that where we can compete we have something that the big boxes don't have and uh i think if you want to have have a successful business that's what you've got to do. And uh, that's, I'm sure that's nothing new. Uh, everybody's heard it before, but um, again, it's, it's true. And I think if people will stay on that path, that uh, they will have a successful business. Yeah. No, I, why, I mean, something to be said about wise words and, and whether, you know, you've heard them before having them reiterated, I think is important too. So I, you know, right. it's, the more you hear it, the more it kind of rings true and you realize that, well, maybe it's not, you know, I hear it a lot, but it, there must be something to it if people keep talking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, Bob, I, I appreciate that. We've uh, had a, a fun time talking today. I, you know, I um, appreciate you peeling back the the layers on the Appliance Center and, and sharing some information and uh, some cool history too. Um, you know, some great photography again, if you're watching the video version of this and, uh, you know, can only can wish you continued success, uh, down there in Florida. And, um, again, just appreciate the time. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to, um, to do this. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, I feel like, uh, you know, we, we'd reach out again too. I you mentioned the service side. There's a whole other layer of conversations we could have around service and, uh, that side of the business. So maybe, you know, we'll have to have a follow-up podcast one of these days, uh, before long, see how things are going on that side. Thank you. And thanks again to Bob for taking the time. And, uh, you know, if, if you were watching the video version, setting up in his uh, sort of, like he said, the makeshift office down there uh, in Panama City and, um, you know, just sharing some incredible stories. Uh, like I said at the top, you know, always fun to hear those stories and um, see what members can't input, what kind of knowledge they can impart on the rest of the membership. And 
you know, advice they can share. So lots of it coming from Bob in the Appliance Center down there and, you know, can much continued success. Here's to the, the next 77 years. So we appreciate it. But and as always, we appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast and we'll catch you next time.